So again, I want to thank all of you for joining me on another episode of Coffee with Carrie. I'm back. I am back here on Instagram. I'm back on Facebook. I'm recording pretty much in a few different places. Yeah. And, and you know what? So the conference now is called, it used to be called NAR Conference and Expo. Now it's the NAR Next Conference. Uh, Mina and I, my twin, we both got to speak at the NAR conference. Some good things came out of that. If you missed it, if you paid for it, if you didn't make it, about 8,000 agents didn't make it. I was figuring it out. I was going to hop, skip, plane, whatever I had to do to get there, I was going to get there. But luckily for us, we got there the day before. So good morning again. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Eddie was there. So thanks for joining me. Grab your coffee. Yeah, it was so great to see so many of you in person. Am I going to see any of you in person tonight at the South Suburban Network Women's Council? South Women's Council South Suburban is having their gala tonight. They are now, so come April, they will have been launched since for a year. So now they are starting their first full official, you know, Women's Council year. So I'll be there in person. Hopefully I get to see some of you. Grab your notebook. We're going to talk about five ways to convert buyers now. You would think I would grab my glasses. Hey, Mark, grab my glasses. So maybe you'll grab my glasses. He probably didn't even hear me. So grab your notebook. And you know what? Let me, let me kind of give you some a recap about NAR Next. There was some really, 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 really good talks. And um, there was, so there were, there was another set of twins, another set of identical twins there. And Stacy talked about building wealth and she interviewed two people and one person specifically. So before I get into five ways to convert buyers, I, I'm giving you this recap because I need to motivate some of you because she's a real estate agent. She was interviewing a real estate agent. The woman she interviewed, and I can't think of her name. I'm sure I have it written down in my Evernote. She, um, she and her husband um, are investors, just like my husband's an investor, but it made me rethink investing and it's making me rethink how I'm going to do this. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to go look up. So the husband flips properties like Mark. They like the ugly, the dirty. You know, I go in, I'm like, ooh, this is just work. All I can see is work. I like the end result, right? But it's a lot of work. The wife said, this was not for me. So let me tell you what she does. Now, first of all, she does buy in other countries. Hey, Mark, can you find my glasses? I think they're upstairs. You're so awesome. Best husband ever. <laughs> I got to look. He's trying to go to the barbershop. Anyway, so she said she realized that she wanted she wanted new. And I was like, okay, tell me more. So what she does is whenever a new subdivision was being built, she was one of the first buyers. I was like, okay, let me lean into this. And she said she wanted to buy new because then instant equity when the, when the subdivision closed. I'm like, I'm all in. So Mark and I were having a conversation. I'm like, that's how I can invest. So first of all, it could be a townhouse. Condos maybe, but you know, I just know condo association fees go up, buildings get older. But I was like single family and townhouses. And depending on the HOA, if you buy in an area that doesn't have an HOA, that could be a great Airbnb. So my brain was on overload. And she looks to invest in other countries because those could be great Airbnbs. So 
that's one tip. The other one was for all of you, and I'm and I'm gonna I might even I'll I'll, I'll it is a part of my one through five five ways to convert buyers now. Um, the so in and I can't. It, U.S. Bank was there. Another woman was there about making sure your buyers are cash buyers. I was like, I mean, I was, it was, it was, the title of it was, here, I'll tell you, um, Black and Minority Wealth. And, and first of all, just, just know this, everyone can work with their clients with a lot of these grant programs, but there were specific programs for minorities. But side note, the importance was being able to, to rethink how we talk to the consumer. And some of us, all we want is luxury. We want luxury because we want to work with a luxury buyer. We're thinking about our pocketbooks. It's not always about your pocketbook. And sometimes you got to realize you have to start somewhere to get to the luxury. And it can be done. It can be done. So, um, and so for those of you that are here on Instagram, remind me, where are you watching from as we get started? And then, um, and then don't forget to invite a friend. Don't forget to invite a friend. All right, so here we go. You got your notebooks? Tell me in the chat, do you have your notebooks? As I, I move some things around here on my computer. Do you have your notebook? Do you have your coffee? I see where you're, you know, I got Illinois in the house. Is there anyone here that saw me in person in, um, in Orlando? Anyone, anyone? that came, saw me in person. Hey, Maryland is in the house. New Mexico, Chicago, Chicago Woodlawn, Downers Grove is right around the corner for me. Bolingbrook kind of right around the corner for me. Let's see, who, who, who else is here? Desplaines is in the building. Where else? Yeah, right, Kitty, we, uh, yes. Thank you, Mark. Again, best cousin ever. We were, we saw each other in person. Did we, we took a photo. We took a photo. I do remember that. We took a photo. So, all right. So grab your notebook, grab your notebook, and then tell me in the chat, for those of you that are watching on Facebook or on Instagram, tell me, are you, has your market totally shifted? And don't just say yes, tell me it's shifted and people are, you know, tell, tell me what's happening. Is inventory still low? Has medians, are median sales prices stable? Have they gone up or down? Um, our, is market time up? So tell me, tell me in the chat what's happening in your area. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me. Hey. Tell me in the feed. And oh, so I'm a new agent. So, so you just, first of all, you just need to know where the money is, right? You just need to know how to convert. Got it. So I'm going to help you today and we're going to get you moving. What else? What's going on? Market time definitely up and some sellers still greedy. And here, here's the point. And I'm going to, and, and for, the, for the, the sellers that are still kind of greedy, sellers, if they're patient, might still get what they want. Sellers might get what they want. Sellers still might get what they want. So let's see. And, and the reason why I'm saying sellers still might get what they want, because in many cities, now I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm good with, with Illinois, working on Florida. Here's the thing, is market time might still be up, but inventory might be down. So now the conversation has to shift and you have to tell your sellers, if you want to list at what we were listing at six months ago, you got to be patient. But if you need to sell your house, we need to, we need to be a little more aggressive. So the conversation has to change. The conversation has to change. Let's see. Days on market is higher, prices slightly lower. 
Got it. Slow, stable, more inventory, but longer days um, on the market. So that so stable, more inventory, longer days on the market. We are not listing prices like we did six months ago or a year ago. Um, let's see. Market time definitely up. Some seller. Yeah, I got that. I got that. Let me go back down. Multiple offers in some areas in Illinois. Let me, it, there are, let me tell you this. So Mark had a scenario where someone wrote an offer. Then they walked away. Someone else came in and wrote, wrote, wrote an offer, let's say like 20000 less than asking. Okay, let's negotiate. Wouldn't negotiate. Three days later, someone else comes in and writes a better offer. So there are people that still need our properties and you might not get the multiple offers all at the same time, but you might get multiple offers. So there's truth in all of this. So, okay, I see. I am a, okay, I am, is it? Uh, via Duncan. Okay. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm, I don't have my glasses on. So forgive me if I, if I mess up a name. So here we go. And um, so first of all, buyers, buyers with homes to sell still have a little more leverage. So here's the cool thing. If you're, if you have a buyer that has a house to sell and I haven't given you my five yet, but if you have a buyer that has a house to sell, they can probably shop, go get pre-approved, go get fully underwritten, and they can write an offer and go home sale contingency with the house not on the market. Because I have a buyer that's looking like that right now. So they, they have a little bit more power. It doesn't mean that buyers have the ability to negotiate hard because data still says that houses are still selling over 97% of asks. Now, now here's the next question. What are, uh, message are you sending on social media? You need to change the conversation. I need all of you to write this down. Change the conversation because I'm watching all of you and I'm watching all of you still put our clients down. Crazy seller, like we're pointing, not quite that way. Some things are funny. There's some people out there that are just comedians and that's just what their Instagram feeds are. I get it, go for it. Um, so I think somebody help me out. Uh, somebody tell, uh, write in the feed that if you're challenged with sound, log out, log back in. Um, okay, so I'll type it. Restart if you can't hear. Here we go. I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm helping a, a sister out. All right. So some of us need to have, start changing the conversation. So if you were at the NAR conference, first of all, my feedback because I saw the survey is going to be how can we change how we schedule these these court these seminars because some of the talks were all at the same time and you know what happens when we all came home you know what happens right we crash i crashed tuesday i crashed i'm so glad i had nothing scheduled i thought i had an appointment i was like whoo because I, I mean i was exhausted exhausted could have been that 3 a.m day right so we have to start changing the conversation about how we communicate on social media and direct mail when I started selling real estate in 2001, I was the first time homebuyer expert. Why? Because I had to write a lot of letters. And all I know is, is that when I bought my first house and, and I own it, my mother was like, I didn't have to teach you how to pay bills. You just should have known better. I was like, I got somebody's other habits that I didn't know. So I pay my bills, but some things were more important. And I, I own it. I own it. So I had to write a lot of letters to buy. So we need to start having a different conversation on social media. And, it, and now if your network is high-end luxury, the conversation is different. But um, I was listening to something 
the other day and generational wealth lasts three years because what happens is the person with the wealth might train the second person that's going to take over the estate, but then you have the kids that think that they're just entitled and they squander the money. And I'm not saying it could be the kids. It's somebody's coming for the money, right? If you won the lottery, do you know how to manage money, right? There's something about, um, you know, what's you, if you don't know how to manage something, let's go, I, I got to think of the right verse, but let me, somebody help me out. If you are, you only are given what you can manage. You are only given what you are, can manage. So if you don't know how to manage money well, I'm talking to the real estate agent, the buyer, the seller, everyone. If you don't know how to manage things well, that is why you are where you are. And I haven't even started talking about my five steps. The other thing is, as I was listening to, it might've been a TED talk. And there was a woman that said she watched two sets of people, young, young people, like under the age of 12, and then uh, adults and people that are out here that that really want to do whatever they're doing. And the one thing that tied them all together was grit. Some people, when they want what they want, they put it, they put in the work, they're going to do the work, right? In order to get from here to here, right? In order to get from here to here, you know, we, we can dream about success, right? We, everyone can be successful. You can dream about it. But in order to be successful, it's everything in the middle that you have to do. So you, it's hard to be successful if you don't put in the work. So these five tips that I give you today, you have to be the one that, I mean, I, you know, you got to put in the work, right? You got to commit and you have to be consistent. You got to put in the work. Nobody can do this for you. You can say, I want multiple streams of income. You got to do that one thing. You got to do the one thing well. So if you are, if you have a regular job and real estate is going to be what you want to do, you got to put in the work. All right. So here we go. <clears throat> For all of you that are like, oh, Carrie just, you know, took us to church without taking us to church. Grab your coffee. And if you do have the journal, I am probably on. Uh, oh, there is no inbox in real estate or it could be timely education. I'll always be learning. So there is no inbox in real estate around page 60. Take your notes. Let's go. So some of you have been, um, if you're in the agent journey membership, you, you know that I taught you how to create a Facebook group. And then your job is to create live content every single month. And your goal is to do a direct mail piece to get people into your private group. All right. I told, I gave you the steps. I just didn't show you how. Here's what I want all of you to do. And this, so Stacy asked the question when she was talking about building wealth. She asked the question, how many of you host home buyer seminars? Anyone, if you're on Facebook or you're on Instagram, do any of you host home buyer seminars? Tell me in the feed. Tell me in the feed. So do any of you, hi Sharon on Facebook, um, do any of you host home buyer seminars? Whenever I would host homebuyer seminars in 2001, we didn't have Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Big Delicious, Stumbled Upon, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. We didn't have this stuff. So I would host a homebuyer seminar at the local church. I would host a homebuyer seminar at their, they had like an education center. I would host a homebuyer seminar somewhere at the library if they let me, right? So we would get like 10 to 15 people. And that's a good turnout because how many people do you need to buy from a homebuyer seminar? One right? You know, keep it simple. It could be breakfast. It could be, you know, you know, I, I like to do things after the meal has taken place because then you don't have to buy the meal. So like 
two o'clock as opposed to noon because you're feeding me if it's noon, right? So when she said what they do every quarter, write this down, every quarter is they host an event, a wealth building event. And some of you, well, this will be a part of my another, another number. So some of you need to write down that you are going to host a wealth building event. And if you're overwhelmed and you're like, nope, not for me, here's what you're going to do. You're going to find a lender and you're going to find someone that talks about programs that are available. And I don't just mean the down payment assistance programs, because in Illinois, we have down payment assistance programs. Some of you need to go Google down payment assistance. And I'll tell you, um, in my MLS in Illinois, and I believe in Florida under the Stellar MLS, all the buttons I have to push, you know, I'm still trying to figure all that out. There is something called down payment resources, and I'm trying to find it so I can tell you what it looks like when you Google it. It is literally downpaymentresource.com. Can't get any easier than that. If you're on Facebook, I'll throw it in the feed. So downpaymentresources.com. Um, I wonder if I could like join my own Instagram live on the computer. I bet I can. I probably got to turn down the sound though. So here I'm, I'm joining my, my own life. So um, I want all of you to find, to find someone that can talk about the, the, the state programs. And then what I want you to do is I want all of you to do research on the cities you live in. And I'm going to tell you this, if you are in the DMV area, if you are in the DMV area, let me tell you what's available. You are, so I'm throwing this in the chat, although you're going to have to go figure that out. I'm throwing this down payment resources thing for all of you on Instagram. There you go. It's there. So here's what I want you to do. If you are in every city, I want you to go research grant programs. There is a grant program because Stacy talked about it and U.S. Bank talked about it. And then I'll give you another tip. There's a program for um, I believe it's just for African-Americans, but there were some other minority programs. But here it is. $200,000 down payment. This is why, and, and Sarah Ware, she's still here. She was like, people should go to the NAR conferences, your state conferences, just because it should be a part of your business development. I was like, that's a great idea. You write it off, you show up. So what they what, what was said was, $200,000. And I was like, could you say that again? And so she said it again, but she, she made it relevant. She said, Carrie, if you buy a $300,000 house, you walk in with instant equity because it, it, the grant is $200,000. I was like taking screenshots like crazy. So if you were at the conference, you should go back and look at the 9 a.m. class on wealth building. You should just go listen to it. I don't know if they streamed it. There was a camera in the back of the room. But, I, but if they didn't stream it, they recorded the slides. And then when they record the slides, you can hear the audio. So some of you need to go do that research. So number one, I want you to host an event, a wealth building event, get a lender, you can get someone from finance, get someone to talk about down payment programs, get an attorney, get an inspector, get everyone in the room because you're gonna talk about the house hack or how to help someone um, build wealth or future generational wealth. People show up when you talk about wealth. That's what they do. That's what they do. Okay. That's your number one. We could just stop there, I'm sure. When I started selling real estate in 2001, here's what I 
Jennifer Simmons, you heard that correctly. Yes, you did, but it's not in our, I, I, I'm going to do research after this. So you did hear, hear it right. I, I'm not the expert in that area, but some someone, uh, it was for the D, um, DMV. So like the, the uh, I think it's like uh, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, something like that. Yeah, so here we go. Um, and as I lose my train of thought, because I'm reading in two different places. So when I started selling real estate in 2001, I worked in a city where people didn't really look like me. And I learned quickly. Now, it doesn't mean I didn't work with people that didn't look like me. I just learned I was, the hustle was a little bit different. So I started, I did a lot of research on FHA. I became the FHA expert. I became the VA expert. And I became the expert on how was I going to help somebody get into a home and how was I going to help them save money? So when, when we talk about wealth building, I, I became the person that talked about how to save money for your down payment. I became the expert on FHA and I became the expert in my office. I was in Wheaton, Illinois, and everybody would send me their clients that had FHA because they thought FHA was a bad word. And I was like, look, I knew the, the amounts for FHA. I knew the county information. I knew everything. So number two is a part of this is, is don't give up on people that need credit repair. It doesn't mean it needs to be your job but it means don't give up on people that need credit repair. So now why is this important? Now you could put them in a drip campaign. You can team them up with someone that really does credit repair. And I, please don't get mad at me. But if you're a real estate agent and you're out here doing credit repair, find somebody else to do it because you can't really be attached to all of this. Find someone where they do this for a living because there are actual rules to credit repair and do you really want to be the person that sees all of their back end and you're helping them buy a house? Come on. Come on. So don't give up on people that need credit repair and team them up with someone, whether it's a loan officer, loan officer or a credit repair company that's going to work with the lending company that you assign them to. There are some people out here that are actually nice and want to do the work. And by the way, when you send the credit repair folks to one lender, don't just send all the credit repair folks to one lender. Give, give them some deals where they don't have to work as hard and create a checklist and, and go to a credit repair seminar and become a little bit of an, um, not an expert, you know, jack of all trades, but you can give some information. If I were to go do a reel on, on social media, on credit repair, I'm going to tell you when you, in got this one credit card, here we go. Um, the Apple pay is easy to click. What you want to do is if you have a if you have a credit card where it's a thousand dollars, you really don't want to spend more than twenty percent of the thousand dollars, and you want to keep it below that because it keeps your score high. If you're someone that pays your credit cards off, if you if you pay your credit card bills um, every month but you don't pay it off, the moment you pay it off, if you're going to buy a house, it actually drops your credit. I'm just telling you what I learned from a loan officer. So it, it's important for you to not tell people what to do, but have them talk to the loan officer because you got to know someone's habits, and that's not my job to know what their habits are. So if I were to tell someone, oh yeah, go pay off all your bills, you could kill their credit because you don't know that they're consistently paying their bills on time, but they're not used to paying off their bills. So if you're someone that pays your bills off every single month, it's different for you. So if you know all of a sudden you got an additional $5,000 and you owe $7,000 and you owe $5,000, I might just pay $4,000. And then slowly and then go back to the monthly payments until it's paid off. Now that's just talk to the loan officer, the credit repair company. And they might be able to get some things off your credit and you're you don't know what to do. So and if you're a real estate agent that needs credit repair, own it, go get some help.
Um, so yeah, number two, don't give up on people with credit repair. Convert these people in the future. Number three, and I talked about this a little bit at the beginning, reach out to sellers that bought during the downturn of the market. Reach out to these sellers. Why? Because buyers with homes that have to sell have a little bit more power when they go to write an offer. If you are still in it, if you're in a market where people have, you know, we're, we're not seeing a lot of um, buyers, right? So now they have a little bit more power because now they can go, go get pre-approved, fully under or fully underwritten, pre-approved or fully underwritten, write an offer and still do a home sale contingency. So you have some options. Um, and then, yeah, because median sales prices are, um, are still up in many of our cities. In some cities, they've stabled out, stabled out a little bit. And then inventory is still low. If you follow me on, on my Caremark Realty um, Instagram, I'm going to start posting. And then I'm going to start posting for Mark so you can see a lot of the stats for the cities that we work in. Number four. Now, this is, I don't know how to make you do this. Remember I said we can dream about success, but there's, there, and here's success. There's a lot you got to do in the middle, right? I really don't know how to beg all of you. I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to share that story again. So I am actually looking at my MLS. And tell me in the chat if you're in Illinois, if you're in another state, tell us the cities you work in. Tell me the cities you work in. If I could convince all of you, and I just did a video on YouTube about, um, I got to remember my video, but it was a hundred, you know, generate leads with a hundred bucks or less a month. Tell me the cities you work in. Tell me the cities you work in, not just the state, but the cities. So it was how to generate leads with a hundred bucks or less every month. And then I said, if you don't have a hundred, I'm going to tell you how to split that in half, right? So um, Illinois is a whole state. I mean, there we go, Plainfield, here we go. So I am now in Plainfield, Illinois, right? So I'm in Plainfield. And right now, if I were to look at people that rented something out, so if it's November, December, January, February, so around February um, 18th of 2022 through like today, in Plainfield, there are 151 potential buyers. In Plainfield, there are 151 potential buyers right now that you can start mailing to. Every single month, your job is to do this every single month. Okay, so I saw Zion. I'm putting in Zion. In Zion, 11. But let's see, because I also saw, I think it was Waukegan. So I'm going to add Waukegan. So between Zion and Waukegan, you got 48. So add a few more cities. So if you're up there, I'm going, let's go to Gurney. You got 103 potential buyers. Let's see, what else do we have? Oh, it, first of all, if you're in Naperville, you don't have to, I'm going to be, first of all, there are more real estate agents in the city of Naperville than the state of Wake realtor members than the state of West Virginia's uh, realtor members. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, the competition is real. Competition is real. But in Naperville, people that rented out a property between February through November this year, um, there are 566. 500 and so 566 potential buyers in Naperville right now right now. So if you are someone that is, so here's your homework. This is your number four. I want you, so I want you to mail every single month to potential buyers. And then you're going to, every quarter, invite them to the wealth building 
um, summit, whatever you're calling it. I don't care if it's on Zoom. We need to get, first of all, when people show up, they ask questions. Um, so I need you to do this mailing every single month. And then for those of you that, that are in the agent journey, and you, you, can, you can sign up, um, but I talked to you about the Facebook group. So you're going to do a video every single month. So in December, I'm interviewing a loan officer. There is absolutely no reason why you can't generate a lead, right? We can dream about what we want, but you actually have to do the work, right? I can believe, believe, believe. I can believe my bills are paid off. But, you know, I, I do, do believe there's something to believing certain things. You know, faith without works is dead, but you got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. If you don't put in the work, you can't do the business. And if you're someone that's like, Carrie, this is a lot of work. Um, Amazon. I was talking to another agent and we were talking about um, the market has shifted and agents are trying to figure things out. Oh, yes, there's going to be a mass exodus because some of you are not going to do the work. If you want to be, if you want to remain in the real estate business, if you came in during the pandemic and you were like listing houses and working with buyers and you didn't have to do the work, that was me in 2001 because some thing, bad things happened in 2001. So interest rates dropped. I, I have watched this now happen twice. We had 9-11. It was tragic. But after that, um, the same thing that happened um, during the presidency, the president when it wasn't really the president, but it was the feds dropped the rates, dropped the rates. People were putting in money into the real estate business, right? Um, yeah, so for those of you, how do you find these buyers? I'm in my multiple listing service and I'm looking for properties that are off the market, rented, rented. If your MLS gives you the ability to look for people that rented property, they should be, they're, they're pretty much fair game. Oh, this light is like doing crazy things. It's, it's pretty much fair game. I always say, talk to your broker, talk to your managing broker, know the rules for your multiple listing service, but you can get all of this out of the MLS. And then I, what if, and you're like, well, Carrie, how do I find these people? If you have realist, I could do the same thing. I can look for, um, and remind, I can look for um, absentee owners. I can mail to them. Can't guarantee somebody's living in it, but I can find absentee owners. If you want to pay to play, the third, first of all, your MLS you pay for it. When agents send talk to me about care, I think I want to buy leads. I'm like, okay, have you learned how to use your MLS? Well, no. Well, did you know? And then my second question is, have you learned how to use Remind? Because you could get a lot of this data from Remind. My third question is, have you learned how to use Realist for those of you that have Realist, Real IST? And then the first question is, is every Realtor member gets Realtors property resource? What's the problem? Four ways to do business, and it's included in your association dues. You gain access as a real tour member. What are we doing? Do you have to go pay for this? No. Now, you can go pay for it with the C-O-L-E directory, the cold directory. So I can go look for tenants. It's about a thousand bucks a year. There's your hundred bucks a month. But then you need another hundred bucks to do mailers. And in all of this, here's the, this is, this is a part of all of my five, but so my number five is incoming leads. So, or inbound leads. So when you build all of this, you could simply use a Google form with a QR code and say, scan this code so I can contact you or to get on my email list, scan this code. 
um, to get my free download. If you've never watched Smart Girl University, I have a free course. It's less than 30 minutes on how to use the Google form. That's my free course. I need to go move that to, I think I need to move that so I can up convert you to the agent journey. Yep, that's what's happening. That's my homework. Oh, can't do it this weekend. Maybe it'll be Tuesday, my spare time. There you go. So, so in so in so the key is is you are going to you need to generate leads. Boy, this light is like doing crazy things. Maybe it's this. Um, so your job is to number one, host an event, building wealth, right? And then you build your team. Number two, don't give up on the people that need credit repair. Put them in a drip campaign in your CRM. If you don't have a CRM, you, you're gonna have to build an Excel spreadsheet and remind yourself to send out note cards. Number three, reach out to sellers that bought in the uh, downturn. Uh, yeah, that's another one. Cold directory or Red X. Thank you for that, James. Is that James? Um, Jay, I, I can't. I, I, I see a female, I think. But so everything's pushed together. I don't have my glasses on. Shout out to Cold directory um, um, over Red X. I'm not saying, oh, I see. I, I, don't, I can't say one or the other. I've used the cold directory. I've never used red X, R-E-D-X. I've never used it, but I've used the cold directory. And some of you might want to go back to your brokerages to see if they invested in it and, and made it a company tool. Oh, Jamisha, thank you. Um, so so you could, so your companies may have already invested in it. Um, you might be able to get it at the library. Ooh, would that be a thing? Yeah, there's a lot of things that you might be able to get at the library. So go to the library and say, hey, do you have the cold directory? Um, all right. So yes, number three, reach out to sellers that bought during the downturn of the market. If I were to go to, um, I have access to Realist <laughs> and Remind. So I could actually go pull a list of buy potential buyers that bought, let's see, let me, let me go test this out. While I'll load that up. So number four, we have to mail every single month to tenants. You could use the cold directory, you can pay for it, or you could use your MLS. If you've never been in, I don't know how to get all of you to show up for class, but if I could get all of you to um, show up for class, I'm gonna pull the city I live in. Um, I, I promise you, because I'm one of the instructors for our MLS in my state, a lot of the stuff you can get at no additional cost, or I'm happy to charge you for it. But there's some other things I teach you. So I am looking for um, off-market. And then I'm looking for, let's see, ownership time. Hmm, it's been 20 years. So I'm going to say last 10 to 15 years. Um, and I have 774 properties. And if I were to really pull, you know, build this out, I, let's say I want three bedrooms because I think that moves faster, 150. Man, wait. And then let's look at building. No, I don't care about building type. Let's do has no mortgage. I don't know where I'm looking here. So I said, reach out to sellers that um, bought during the downturn of the market. So 10, 15 years ago, I have 43 potential seller buyers that bought 10 to 15 years ago with three bedrooms. They're not on the market and they don't have a mortgage. What do we do? So I told you every month you need to mail to tenants, use your MLS. And then um, number five, you need to create a, you know, I get it. We can cold call, cold call, cold call. Um, but 
you know, I, I hear the story, you're 12 per person that's called me today. Why not do your direct mail pieces and then tell, give people the permission to contact you, scan the QR code, go to your link with your Google form. If you are in um, Illinois or Northern Illinois, you can use the lead capture form. We have one right on the dashboard of our MLS. I mean, there's really no reason why you can't generate leads. Now, the, the, the next thing is, is, you know, these are five ways to convert. The, the best way to convert the buyer, and here's your bonus, is I've given you the ways to generate. And number five, to convert, you have to give them, give them, give something away. So the bonus is I need all of you to create some type of giveaway. So if you go watch Smart Girl University until I turn that off and, and give it to you a different way, you can generate um, leads by giving something away. Give, 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 and it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shaking together and running over. Give it away. I'm not saying give away everything. I'm saying give me a one-page giveaway. And it could be how to build wealth as... Um, as a first-time home buyer, how to build wealth as a second-time home buyer, how to build wealth for your kids' kids, how to build wealth for your kids, but maybe not give it to them, <laughs> right? Like, there's absolutely no reason why we can't do this business. So yes, your number six is you have to give something away. So I'm going to recap again, and then we'll do Q&A. And then I'm going to tell you, I am um, doing a, um, a series. So you can join me in December, Monday nights. Hopefully no one has anything on a Monday night. But Monday nights, I think at about six o'clock, I'm going to do a series. Um, and it's just going to be 30 minutes, 30 minute classes, and then we're done. So I can get back to my life um, in December. So if you want to join, um, watch for the reel, because I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. So you can join, and then the link will be in my bio. So number one, host an event, a wealth building event. Um, host an e and, and, and hide, get someone to talk about down payment resources and go do your research on down payment resources. I just told you in the DMV area, wherever that is, um, there's a $200,000 grant for people uh, of color. Let me see, 200,000. And I was like, is this just one? Is like one person get it? And she was like, no, I, it's not my, my neck of the woods. But there is money available. There is money available. Go get involved in your communities. Find out what your communities have. In the city I live in, they actually, they, I don't know if they still have it because I'm, I'm a part of this. I'm going to do my research. Um, they had a, a conversion project where anyone that converted a single family home into a multi-unit, they were giving you like $20,000 to restore it back to single family. So sometimes you don't know it's available because we just we just want to work with buyers and sellers, work with buyers and sellers. But wouldn't you want to be the source of the source? So go do the research, have your wealth building seminar and go show up to learn about wealth building. Don't just have people come, go learn, go watch videos, go, go, go read books, go read, right? People that read are the people that, you know, have all of the knowledge. Go, go read the book. Um, you know, I even hate to share. I'm not saying you should go buy this, but here we go. Let me see. Do I have another book down here? Oh, here's here it is. Um, and, and I probably should would have to change my this is called The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Some of you need to change your mindset. We if I could do a book club, I tried to do it with my office, and boy, after that first three chapters, boy, they were like out. The law of success. This is 
This is like a whole Bible. Like, look at that. Napoleon Hill. Took me a long time to find this. Um, but this, I mean, when I tell you the stuff in here, when like, there's a whole section called your six most dangerous enemies. Oh man, I need to keep, I need to put a marker right here. Like your six most dangerous enemies. Let me, let me read it to you. Oh, first, yeah, I, I think I went through all, all of the, the, the steps. No, I didn't. No, I, let me recap and then I'll do this. So host an event. Number two, don't give up on people that need credit repair. Number three, reach out to sellers that bought during the downturn of the, of the market. Remind, realist, <clears throat> um, RPR, right? Uh, number four, you need to mail to tenants, move up buyers. You can use your multiple listing service. Go to your MLS, find out what that class is. Um, and then number five, you need to generate inbound leads. And then number six is you need to give something away. So your bonus is you need to give something away. Let's do a virtual book club. Okay, let me get, I'm gonna, I need somebody else to run it, Trina. All right, so here we go. Here we, your six most dangerous enemies. And boy, if you could like see, I should like take a screenshot of this. It is like uh, being bound. So for those of you over here on Facebook, it's like being bound. And it's like the six um, spec, specters are labeled fear of poverty, fear of death, fear of ill health, fear of loss of love, fear of old age, and fear of criticism. Every person on earth is afraid of something. Most fears are inherited. What are you teaching your kids? Um, and then he says, in this essay, you, you may study the six basic fears which do the most damage. Your fears must be mastered before you can win in any worthwhile undertaking in life. Find out how many of the six fears are bothering you, but more important than this, Determine also how to conquer these fears. And then he says in this picture, picture, you have the opportunity to study your six worst enemies. I'm telling you, some of you, we got a lot of work to do, right? Oh, Napoleon Hill, it's not, a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a course. I don't even know if I can even tell you it's a book. It's like a course. Like this is one of those, this is like reading the Bible. You're going to read it forever and learn something new every time you read it. But my, but this one, Think and Grow Rich, easy read. Because he really gets, in the beginning, he makes you think about how you think about money. Man, that's a good one. I should put the link in my um, my bio, but anyway. All right, everyone, do I have any questions? If I had, you know, any questions, put them in the Q&A somewhere down there. Your ideas and advice in just a few minutes is priceless. Thank you, Sharin. Um, you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions other than the books? If you are, if you are on Facebook, I have this Bible cause of success, Napoleon Hill, also outwitting the devil, Napoleon Hill. Good book. I'm telling you, sometimes it's, it's just changing your thinking and you know and you know you can read you got to put you, you got to take action you know there's something in your words right life and death is in the power of the tongue boy i need that right man there's so much to that any questions any questions So put your questions in the Q&A down here, I think. And let's see, do I have anything on Facebook? 
Any questions on Facebook? So Jennifer, you get to go look up Matson and connect. You're here. I first of all, I'll just do it for you since since you posted it. Any questions? If I don't have any questions, I think I'll see you in person maybe tonight. Twenty five. So I would do you know Matson. I would do um, Flossmore. I would probably put in what Orland Park, Tinley Park, Olympia Fields. Like you could put in a few. So Olympia Fields, Flossmore, Matson, thirty three. If I put in Tinley to add to this, you get um, 108. So pull all of the areas so you can work that, that neck of the woods. There you go. All right, so if you're watching me on Facebook, thanks for watching. Um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and YouTube. And if you are listening to the replay on my podcast, join me over on YouTube and join me in the agent journey.